Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I'm super excited for this week's episode as I interview strength and fitness coach Nick Reese based out of Maryland. We talk about creating the most effective fat loss workouts and why having a gym family is huge in succeeding. So stay tuned. Let me know what you guys think and give me some feedback at www.balancewithsam.com podcasts. All right, now let's tune in. Nick. Hey, how's it going? Good. How's it going with you? Fabulous. Oh, man. I love your energy already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy this worked out. I know, right? I don't know what was going on the last time. I was like, it, yeah. Yeah, but now we're here, so it's all good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for everyone listening, um, I am on the phone with Nick Reese. He is a um, a trainer and a fitness coach, and he's based in Maryland, right? You're in Maryland? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he is freaking awesome. He's just like a ball of happiness. And like, oh he's God, like, he, <laughs> he's like one of those guys that you just like want to get a bear hug from. Uh, super supportive, super funny, always has an America headband on. And like, you can't miss him <laughs> if he's walking down the street. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's fashion and function. Yes, seriously. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, thanks so much for, for taking some time out of your day to be on the on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm pumped. Hell yeah, me too. Um, so I really wanted to get you on, talk about a few things. One, the first thing I want to kind of dive right into is um, I want you to talk about a little bit about like your background, but also just kind of like what you're doing now um, in, with, in terms of your group classes. I know you're running boot camps and I see them all over like Facebook and Instagram. And I love like the energy that you um, are putting out there. And so I just kind of want to talk a little bit about that and how that all got started. Awesome. Well, uh, long story short, I've been training for a little over 16 years. And Hell yeah. was uh, doing like strength conditioning programs, then working in like a corporate gym, managing gyms, the whole thing. And then when I came back to Frederick where I trained, I wanted to set up like a small group and do a strength and conditioning program where, you know, we do a lot of heavy weight lifting and like short, intense cardio sessions. Uh-huh. So then... That's kind of what I do now. That's everything I post now. So, it's, you know, we have heavy squat days, heavy deadlift days, heavy upper body days. And then we have two days dedicated solely to conditioning, like, you know, doing lots of burpees, sprints, wall balls, box jumps, things like that. Awesome. And what's the like group size? It ranges at most. It's maybe 10. Okay. So, because it, yeah. So it's, 
it needs to be small enough that I can make sure everybody gets, so everybody has their own individual program and we work out together. Cool. 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 So that makes me kind of want to ask about programming. So for everyone listening, right? Like they're trying to make the most of their hour or or 30 minutes or 45 minutes in the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, when you program for these classes or even your clients, right? Um, can you kind of like take us through, like walk us through what makes a workout a good workout or like how you structure that 45 minutes to an hour, whatever it is to make sure that you're maximizing your time in the gym? Yeah, definitely. So I always, I have a warm up, a strength component, a conditioning or cardio component, and then a cool down. And then how I break everything up is uh, we do the same warm up. We've been doing the same warm up for about seven months. There was a book, uh, The Four Hour Body by Tim mm-hmm. Harris, and he did. Uh, he had a long study about the importance of kettlebell swings and leg raises. So we do seventy five kettlebell swings, seventy five leg raises every day. Uh, wow! On top of our mile, we usually do a mile, half mile run. Okay. And then some push ups, squats, and band pulls or pull ups. And then that's the warm up. And since oh, damn, your warm up is like, oh, yeah, warm up's <laughs> intense. I make sure yeah. because, and I think because when I was working out before, I didn't, I'm talking like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I never warmed up that well. And looking back, that was the reason why I would get injured doing things. Like, right. A lot of it was there. So uh, that warm up, and we have had zero injuries since. We incorporate that warm up in January. That's awesome. Like, you know, still maxing out hard, doing maximum effort every single day almost. And nobody's hurt a back, hurt the knee, toe, nothing like that. So that's the warm up. I think that's the by far. If somebody comes in late and like they can only do something, then we always do the warm up. Yeah. And then the strength component, I keep. Uh, we do like old school strength components. So we do a set and we're resting two to three minutes in between that set mm-hmm. may or may not be an accessory with it, depending on what we're doing. So for example, if we're doing squats and we're going to be doing wide stance, box squats, then we're doing six sets of three with a two to three minute break between each set and increasing weight, giving the max effort that we can give each day. And that goes the same for bench press, overhead press, and deadlift on any given day of the week. Okay. So those are the four, like, so for everyone listening, right? Like mm-hmm. if they, they aren't sure what to prioritize, uh, it would be those, those four, those four yep. movements. hundred percent. We squat on Mondays, bench press on Tuesdays, Overhead press on Wednesdays, deadlift on Thursdays, and then Fridays are a total conditioning day. Cool. I love that. Do you find that, like, having that structure, like, when your clients come in, they know what they're going to do, it makes them feel a little bit more confident about, like, their own performance going into it? Yeah, definitely. Because then then it gets (sighs) – because then looking on a bigger scale, like, it can plan out for the year – and they can know when they're coming in. And a lot of them do a lot of other, like I have a lot of like marathon runners that work with me. So they know that on Mondays they're coming in, they're doing squats. So then they can do a long run on Friday or Saturday. 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think that is a huge, huge component to being successful in in your workouts is having, obviously having a plan, right? But having something that you can kind of see ahead of time so that you're not just like blindsided or you're just not going into the gym, like not knowing what you're doing. Um, Having that plan in front of you makes you a little bit less apprehensive or unsure about you know, even about that workout, you can just kind of go into it knowing like, okay, like I know what I have to look forward to tomorrow, you know, oh, it's going to be some squats. (laughs) Definitely. And the other thing with that is if they're not able to make it in, they still know what they're going to be doing. Right, right. On their own, whether that be, yeah, with a friend or just not with, just basically without you. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then after that, after we do our main strength component, we do accessory strength component, which in squat form would be like lunges, glute bridges, step ups, things like that. And we alternate that with some sort of hinge movement, some sort of like deadlift movement so that you're doing a heavy squat, light deadlift. And then on the other day, you're opposing the muscle groups. Mm-hmm. But at a less intense scale. So that way we're not neglecting and everything's still getting worked every day almost. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. So for everyone out there listening, Nick is running, it's a five day, right? It's like a a five day circuit. So it's a five day a week. Um, Now, if you're not running a five day a week, then your program is going to look, look a little bit different, obviously. But the, I think the key concept to get across is that you want to make sure that your warm up is is good like get that solid warm-up in to prevent injury and to just get your muscles the muscles that you're going to use acclimated to whatever exercise you're going to do um and then prioritizing those big those big compound lifts because that's what's really going to give you the most bang for your buck exactly and you know and it's a way too that you don't have to spend hours in the gym you know within that of probably actual work, maybe like 30 to 40 minutes. And then the rest of the time is kind of warming up, stretching and cooling down. Yeah. So then you're not, you're not cool. You're not, you know, breaking down your nervous system so much that you're not going to be able to show up again tomorrow. And it's not going to be that mental taxing where you have to go in and get all hyped up and pumped up every day just to make it through your workout. Because then, you know, eventually your, your mind's going to break down just like the body breaks down. Yeah. Actually, I'd love to go into that a little bit more. Have you had experience yourself um, go, like overtraining or just not, you know, being in the gym for hours and hours on end and, and not seeing progress and not really understanding why? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I first started out, it was going to the weight room, lift as much as you can and try to do everything all the time. Like our max days where we had an hour and it was like, the last like it was like crossfit games like you had an alpha max <laughs> out on squat bench and deadlift oh my gosh how often were you doing that um maybe like every three months okay yeah but we i mean that was it and it was you know part of the conditioning aspect of it too but and a lot of times what happens is you have to get so mentally prepared and so mentally hyped up for it that you just end up like draining yourself right and you can't and then you come in and that's when you feel sluggish like you don't want to do anything versus you know nowadays I go in and I give the best effort I can do on that day yeah 
some days it's a record, some days it's not. But on any given day, I'm giving the maximum amount of effort and taking the emotional aspect out of it. So that way, you know, my body really can adapt and get stronger. Yeah. And I think, so going, touching upon something that you just said, that's really, really powerful, I think is going in each day and showing up. Right. I think a lot of my clients and I'm sure a lot of your clients, they they'll message me and be like, Sam, I just had like such a shitty workout. And, you know, I felt weak today. My squats felt weird or they're just like, you know, feeling down on themselves or they had to leave the workout early because of whatever. Um, And, you know, like when your clients say that to you, what do you what do you say back to them? Uh, first off, I totally change the table. I'm like, hey, instead of that, like, let's focus, let's find something you did good. You showed up to the gym mm-hmm. because I've been I, on multiple occasions. I will drive to the gym, walk in, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this, and I'll walk out and leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been there, and I just like them to focus on, you know what? Instead of focusing on a negative day and what you didn't do, let's find something positive that you did do. Yeah. Because a lot of times when that happens, there will be something else in that day that caused them to get out of whack with the workout. But, you know, that crazy event that happened or something that happened they had to deal with, they usually, you know, handle it pretty well. They get the problem solved and they just ran out of time or they ran out of energy and usually I can find they're like, Hey, you know, school got canceled and I couldn't make it. And I had to take the kids here and had to do this. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. You guys got to have like a little impromptu family day and you took the kids to the park and got to play with them. Right. 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 Like like, seeing the positive in the situation. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, Oh, well, I guess, uh, you know, when you put it like that, and that also goes into the point that, you know, fitness and health this is all so we can live better lives like it's not you can't live or die by the gym right like you can't you can't do that i love that <laughs> can't live or die by the gym because <laughs> there's there's so much more the gym offers you to be able to do other things in life better yeah exactly I think that's such a that is such a great way to look at the gym is just like it's a tool right like anything Uh, it's a tool to just be able to live your life better (laughs) exactly and that uh, is perfect (laughs) hey but that's all that's all your words you know I just like rephrased it Um, but for real I think that you know you can as long as you show up you know you tell yourself you're going to show up three times a week you show up three times a week they're not going to all be good workouts. In fact, if they are good workouts, then you're probably doing, they're always all good workouts. There's probably something going on, you know, because yeah. they, they shouldn't all be good workouts. And the more that you're in the gym, the more days, but I think the, the point is to just show up, you know, to know that every day is like a little brick that you're adding to that wall and it's building, it's building the habit so that, you don't even have to consciously put mental energy into deciding if you're going to show up. You're just going to do it because exactly. it's just it's part of you. Exactly. And this, I'll give you a huge tip that I do. Even if somebody's sick, well, okay. First of all, if you're sick, don't go to the gym. If you're contagious, don't show up. Just do us all a favor. Yeah. <laughs> but if somebody, you know, I get texts all the time, hey, I'm not feeling it today or my body's feeling a little tight or, you know, I'm just, I just say, Hey, just come in and hang out with us because then you're staying consistent and you're, yeah. 
And it helps when, because all of the workouts, everything I do is group. So when you come in and everybody's still there happy to see you and you can just hang out and talk with them, that just takes it to the whole next level. And that really builds that foundation that, you know, this is more than just working out. Like come hang out with us, just sit on a foam roller or stretch, or you can hang out, help me, you know, watch somebody new who's starting, give them tips, like kind of be their guide, their mentor. And that adds in so much more foundation and it gives them like a positive boost and lifting them up that, you know, they are more than just their workout. Like they're a part of a family, they're a part of our team and they can offer so much more in so many different ways than just showing up for the workout. Oh, I love that, Nick. That's so, that is so, so awesome. I love the family aspect. I think it's, you know, once you have that gym family, I think it's amazing. You know, it's you feel very, very blessed to be surrounded by those people. Um, and I think one thing that I've heard from a few people that I work with that don't that don't they don't have a gym family or they don't have a gym family yet, right? Yeah. Um, what about for people like that where they don't have like that group in the gym yet? Uh, and they don't have the like love and support of like a bigger network. What what would you say to those people? The first thing I would say is to make sure that you're open to accepting that. Because yeah. if if you're in the gym and you and you're guarded and you you know you don't want to be social, like if you're that person, then that's cool, and that works but you can't expect to have the family when you're not going to be, you know, offering somebody else some kind of support. And it's as simple. Like it starts off as just, Hey, hi, bye. Right. And smile. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And before you know it, you'll start talking to people and then you'll come in and you'll kind of find those people that are there at the same time each day. And, you know, you just smile and nod at them. And it doesn't even have to be. <laughs> smile and wave. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't even have to be something where it's like, oh, we're going to sit down and work out together. Right. Because you right, might right. be on two different spectrums. But, you know, there's people I see, you know, when I was working in gyms and working out there, we're all there at the same time. Right. And when you notice somebody isn't there, next time you see them, like, hey, everything cool? Like, I know she didn't make. You're like, oh, Yeah yeah, I just, you know, had something going on or had to travel, some things like that. Right. And that starts to build that relationship that you're, you're actually caring and you have yeah. to, you know, care so much that you just want people to do good. Yeah. I love that. I think, I think having the, <laughs> the support is part of the reason why I personally go to the gym too, is like, cause like my friends are there, you know, it's, it's nice knowing that when you show up, it's not like, you know, the gym is, is everyone's me time, right? But there's also a social aspect to it. And it helps it helps keep you around if you have a group that is supportive and that does help you grow to be a better person. Or like, you know, they can watch your form or something like that during exercise. Um, whereas otherwise you wouldn't have that second set of eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to need a spot at some point And, you know, you should have like a couple people that you would feel comfortable approaching the first time because if if you've never said hi to somebody at all then you go up and ask them for a favor it's gonna yeah. come off like oh you're kind of you know this is you're all in this for you but if you just 
smile and say hi. I mean, it doesn't, you can just acknowledging people so much, especially in the world that we live in, where we just go and we just walk right past people and we don't yes. say anything. And it's so special to be a human that just acknowledging another person can totally change their day. And, you know, you'll have a relationship with somebody and maybe not even know it. Yeah. I think for me personally, I'm so guilty of, at least when I first started working out, and even sometimes now, like, of you've heard of, like, resting bitch face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, think I have that really bad, which is awful because I, that's not, like, my intention. But it's just, I think I just always ha- I have a furrowed brow because I'm just, like, focused. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I can come off as like unapproachable and, but you know, I don't realize it until like my friends have like told me that I'm like, Oh, thanks for letting me know. Cause I can work on it and be more conscious. Um, but for those people that are like super shy, they're introverted and they wouldn't even like, they don't even want to go to the gym because it's too social to begin with. How do you like, do you have any tips for people that are really shy and that, they want to have friends and they want to build that community or like just they want to say hi, but they're just not sure like how to go about it. I would say this is where social media really helps. And I'm one of those pro internet, pro social media. I really think it's making things a lot better Mm -hmm. to where if, you know, you're really shy and you have a social media account or something like that, that you can just, like somebody's photo who's there and or just put a like a smiley face comment on something and just start doing a little bit like that you know to get out of your comfort zone right and then start taking you know bigger steps so instead of going to the gym go on a walk and make your point to say hey i'm gonna talk to one person a day i'm gonna say hey to one person that i don't know yeah and in your normal setting, not not in a huge gym setting, because then that's going to be too overwhelming for your mind. Just right, go right. to work, and you're driving to work, and you you know stop and get lunch. Just say hi to one person there, and then, yeah, that's great. That's a great great idea. Yeah, and what that does is it starts to foster because there's a reason why you know you don't want to approach or kind of let down that guard it'll show you that you know genuinely most people are good and most people are nice and then the more positive interactions you have the more confidence you're going to get in yourself and the more confidence you're going to gain in other people to help you get to a point where you can go into a gym and you know starting off go in don't go in from like four to eight like if you can help it go in when the gym is not going to be busy Mm-hmm. because it's going to yeah. be so over if if the gym's too busy I can't do it I just uh, there's too many people working out that's not really my thing I can't I just can't do it so I go when there's nobody there like 6am yeah. you know the same people there all the time we all know each other and we come in move around good and you know you're not going to get caught in a conversation with somebody you haven't seen and you know, three months and then it's going to totally suck your workout out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's really, really great advice is starting to say hi to people or just being a little bit more vulnerable in situations that you are very comfortable in. Yeah. 
right? So, like, if you've been working at the same place for a while and you haven't said hi to this one coworker, you know, like, you're you're comfortable in that environment, maybe just, like, introducing yourself to one person or saying hello or smiling. Even just, like, picking up your head and smiling, I think that approachability or that, like, letting down that guard a little bit will, will hopefully, you know, it kind of, like, spiral into other areas of your life. Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. I love that. Um, okay, I have a, a totally uh, different question for you now. Totally off track. Let's do it. Um, how do you stay so positive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like your laugh, even. Oh, I love Let's... it. <laughs> well, without getting too deep into it, my family his- health history is horrible. Uh, both of my parents passed away when I was young due to poor health. A lot of my family has too. And really? I didn't I, know that. I'm sorry, yeah, man. Oh, it happens. <laughs> and, uh. and I've, we'll, we'll just say I've been at rock bottom quite a bit to where I know, yeah. you know, the value of life is really, really, really you know, valuable. It's so like, it's so precious. And I just, one day it just, I used to be extremely angry. I used to be the angriest person you'd ever know behind those doors. I was the same out in public, but then I'd go home, you know, I was on my own a good bit. So I would just, you know, go home, be angry, this, that, and the other, and sports and different things gave me an outlet for that. But then when that was gone, I had to, you know, kind of figure it out. And I just realized that if this is the only time we have, then why not just be happy with it? So I just literally, I try to, if I have bad days, just like everybody else, but I just try to just put on a smile and just try to move through it just because you know, there's so many amazing, like, you know, when we met, like, you, you never yeah. would, you never would know. And I was hesitant to to even go to that workshop because I was like, you know, I want to be around all these people who are, you know, so much better than me at everything. But I'm like, you know what? This is life and you have to put yourself out there. So I just really at a kind of a younger age realized how precious it was and that the more happy you are, the more happy the people are around you. So then, you know, if people are going through a rough time, at least I could be that person for them for, you know, five minutes, an hour, maybe a week or so that whenever we're talking or hanging out, like it's just positive, we're having fun and there's nothing bad happening. Yeah. I love that, Nick. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, oh man, I wish I could give you a big hug right I'm now. Getting, let's do a virtual <laughs> hug. A, yeah, yeah. Right. For real. Let's do it. <laughs> for everyone listening, uh, Nick and I met at, um, if you guys have been listening to my podcast, we met at a uh, retreat in New York where I've met a, a bunch of amazing, we met so many amazing people in the fitness industry. And uh, it was kind of like, like love at first sight with all of us. We all were just like, oh my gosh, you're this awesome in real life. Like yeah, <laughs> once you transcend the Instagram world and you meet these people from from social media in real life it's like whoa you're like the same person that's so yeah, cool <laughs> it's like oh you are a real person that's awesome yeah 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Nick is just such a, a positive, like such a positive light. And I think it's really good to have people like you um, and people in like the you. world. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to cut you off real quick because the first time we so we were at this in New York and there were two yeah. locations. And oh, God. Sam, everybody, <laughs> Sam went to the other locations classic <laughs> and everybody's sitting around they're like hey has anybody seen sam and everybody i'm like who is sam and <laughs> you come to the door you're like hey guys and it's like it's just like boom like the walls busted down and then you just see your aura just glowing around you and you're like you won't believe what happened to me and it was like that's what i do i was like she's awesome because you came in and you're talking to us all like we've known each other for 30 years and it was just a matter of fact, it was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious, actually. I was so embarrassed. I think I spent, like, $50 in Ubers going from one place to the next because I fucked up. That is so awesome. I love it. And I told Jordan, too, to everyone listening, you get, to, you get a little TMI. When I got there, I had to pee so bad because I had had, like, two coffees and had just drank, like, a gallon of water. And But I felt bad because I was already late. So then I just didn't go to the bathroom because oh I already, God. like, interrupted. And I waited probably, like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And I was like, I'm going to explode. Like, I have you to get up. Gone, so you got your, uh, who cares? Everybody has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> It's one of those things, though. It's the same, like, as we were talking about earlier, like, you're uncomfortable, so you don't want to, like, do anything, yeah. <laughs> like, to make yourself vulnerable. So I was like, no, Sam, it's fine. Just don't pee yourself. <laughs> that would have been probably more uncomfortable. <laughs> you're not wrong. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So I think <laughs> for everyone listening, now that you know my <laughs> that story, um, I think the the key is – Knowing that whatever you're going through, right, like whether it be a difficult experience or a positive experience, uh, doing it with people that are positive and knowing that like your struggles, whatever they are, if they're trying to get into the gym or trying to stick like with a diet, whatever that is, that like you're not in alone, you know, like we've all we've probably all shared the same like 10 struggles and it's just a matter of opening yourself up a little bit, being a little vulnerable smiling at a stranger you know to like to let everyone know that it's it's okay like it's okay to be a little vulnerable easier said than done but it it definitely is and the funny thing is that i really do you watch westworld no i don't oh westworld is my jam and it's i'll tell you why (laughs) it's my jam because everything in it is so real and so true about like humans and so they always follow these narratives of you know where they're gonna go and how they're gonna end up and they without giving away too much for the show if you haven't seen it i'm not gonna give it away but then you end up realizing that all of us go through the same struggles all of us go through the same pains and you know all of us have the same ups and the same downs and it was it was like a profound. Uh, I think that's how you say it. I, I haven't used that word before. I'll go with it. It was a profound <laughs> moment when I saw that episode. And it kind of clicked. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is true." Then you know, take a step back and look at the people who are in your life, and look at what they struggle with and things that you've struggled with, the good, the bad. You'll start to see that 
everything is really closely related. And then once you kind of realize that, you're like, well, the more we help each other, the more we can help the world, you know? Yeah, I love that. Hell yeah. It's like we're in a, we're in a, we're all in it together. As you know, as cheesy as that is, it's like we're all just trying to get by and get better and stronger and faster and, you know, more capable. And if rather than like trying to beat the other person, if we can like help each other rise up and be our best selves, you know, it's like that's ultimately like what will be the best thing for you and for your friends and for everyone exactly. around you. Oh yeah. And that's honestly that's why I wanted you on to to be on the podcast is because like you're one of those people that Uh-oh. you know you meet you meet someone <laughs> no you meet someone and you're like oh shit like this is such a good such a good vibe and like you just know they're like a real genuine person um it's like i want my all my audience to be able to like know you kind of meet you virtually follow you um which you know i'll put out all that info uh but you're you know you're good people and it's having those people that to follow as role models is like so important is always to have like that mentorship or people that you woke up to around you. That's so perfect. I feel the exact same way about you. You are amazing. Hell yeah. You've helped me out so much. You don't even know. <laughs> well, right back at you for real, Nick. Um, and I wanted to say thanks again so much for being on the, on the podcast uh, for everyone listening. Uh, where can they find you um, online or our social media? Can you like tell me all your handles, all the, all the names? Yeah. Everything <laughs> is Nick Reese fitness, N I K R E E S E F I T N E S S. Ooh, I blacked <laughs> out for a second there. I was just going to say, it's like a cheerleader. Like, so Nick without a C pretty much. Yep. N-I-K. And then Reese, like Reese's peanut butter cups exactly. without the Reese's um, fitness. Yep. And he's on, you're on Instagram, um, on Facebook. Yeah, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, Everything. whatever else there is. Twitter website. Yeah. Okay. With whatever new thing comes out right now, I'm going to be on that too. So. cool and nick also has a podcast um and i was on his podcast a while back so yes. i'll be sure to link link that in the little description below let's do it um all right one last thing before we hang up yes. if you were to give my listeners three little snippets of advice what would they be Ooh. one don't give up no matter what two smile all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what. And three, be thankful for everything you have and everything that you're going to be doing. Hell yeah. And I guess that can be applicable to fitness or not, right? Like yeah. life, mindset, everything. Exactly. All right, Nick. Well, thank you so much again for taking some time out of your day and uh, coming on the podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing what we end up doing in the future together. Yeah. In- and uh, I hope you have an awesome rest of your day in Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> hot and humid, loving it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is in Boston too. It's freaking hot. It's like ninety-five today. Right? So, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna go chug some water now that I said. There it. you go. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome rest of your day. Have a good one. Thank you. Yes. Bye, See Nick. Ya. Alrighty, well that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. And Nick, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us and share some of your tips and tricks in terms of making the most out of your time in the gym. I know it's hard um, going through any struggles 
or tribulations and I really really hope that Nick's journey and his view on positivity and just a general happiness and gratitude about life will transcend and inspire you guys to be just as positive so any feedback that you want to give me would be so so appreciated www.balancewithsam.com and looking forward to catching up with you guys next week